This episode is brought to you by Yoga Pants. May sleeping with the elephant be ever known as the foremost defender of this fabric. If these policies, in many instances, either reflect or take into account the proximity of the United States, living next to you is in some ways like keeping with an elephant. No matter how friendly or even temperate is the beast, we call it that, one is affected by every twitch and grunt. Ladies and gentlemen, it is February 21st, and welcome to episode number 76 of the Sleeping with the Elephant podcast, where we put the U in color commentary. This is the show where Americans and Canadians talk about each other's respective countries and our very microscopic knowledge of such. I am Mr. Paul Swickard. Joining me is Mr. Ryan Murphy. Ryan, mm. good evening, or good, e- good afternoon. I was going to say, well, close. It's getting dark. It's, I was trying to do estimates in my head, and that failed. Well, you know, it's winter here in Canada, and it's dark around 3 p.m., so... It's not, I'm sorry. No, it's not, really. It's actually been it's getting pretty good. good. Yesterday, we finished dinner, and we looked outside, and it's like, huh, it's still light outside. Oh. Well, nap time. Uh, no, that's not true. <laughs> Um. Yeah. No. We're we're here. Third week in a row. We're kicking it. We are kicking it old school. This is a you know a, a trend. Trending. It's trending. We're trending on Twitter, ladies and gentlemen. Really? No. We should have higher numbers if we're trending on Twitter. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Start live streaming, and then we'd be doing just fine. Oh right, that's how that works. Uh, this just in. Mm. Uh, Ryan, you've heard of Sony's c- trying to compete with. Uh, this has nothing to do with anything, and I'm springing this on you. Oh. But you know Sony's trying to compete with Google, yeah, in terms of the Google Glass thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, they're going to lose a lot of money, I'm sorry to say. Anywho, uh, guess guess how much they cost? Uh, $500. $2,000. $40. Sorry, what was that? $840. Wow, they they PlayStation 3'd that bad boy. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> which, by the way, is less uh, expensive than the original pro- prototype of Google Glass, which was uh, fifteen hundred. But uh, it, no, no, <laughs> thanks. What are, where I, are they, they that they're announcing this? I will happily, happily watch other people on YouTube play with these things and break them. But no, where, nope. where are they that they're announcing this? There, it's a pre-order thing. Like they're available from pre-order from their online store. So if you go to Sony, I guess Sony Mobile, you can, you know, pre-order it. Seems legit. Smart eyeglass. Well, it's funny because Sony just announced like they were making a bunch of like, uh, like cuts basically, right? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Cuts might be too focused in this case. Like, yeah, it will. <laughs> it is possible that they Sony won't be making electronics anymore, which. Mm-hmm. Wrap your head around that one. No, they're the. They have a lot of different divisions. Sony does, so the problem becomes like, like which company, which a section of the company makes money and which ones don't. And by far, where they lose the most money is mobile. Like they are in deep, deep red with their mobile company, but they're you know Sony Pictures, uh, you know Sony like the entertainment like. Sony Entertainment, as in the video game developer, right? They're doing fantastic. Well, yeah, it's video games. 
but uh, yeah, their mobile site is just is horrible. And I'm pretty sure, like, who was it? I don't think it was. Was it Sony that said they weren't going to make televisions anymore? Uh, like, somebody big did that recently. Well, I don't think it was Sony. I don't know if it was Sony, but Sony, there was rumors that I guess Sony was thinking about not making DVs anymore. Uh, but I don't know. I don't. Know. I, I, don't I, I like their televisions. I think they're great. Sure. Be a little expensive, but... Yes, <laughs> pretty much any Sony product, with the exception of PlayStation. PlayStation was different, but yeah, like most of the stuff that I would normally associate with Sony are generally pretty expensive. Yeah. Oh well, Sony, not an Sony, American right? or Canadian company. Ryan, uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, yeah. We had a President's Day. How how'd that go? It was very presidential. Did you get it off? Acknowledged that we had some presidents. Yeah. Um, we generally associate presidents with parodies of said presidents and and underscored that you know nobody's able to really nail down what makes a good obama impression you know i think you know kim peel do a great job i think some folks on snl do a good job but yeah like there hasn't been one that just knocked it out of the park Right, like so, we've had some great parodies of presidents in the past. Dana Carvey, great George Herbert Walker Bush, Bush Senior. Like he is, he Dana Carvey is fantastic at it. Uh, Didn't Will Ferrell do George Will, Bush Junior? Uh, Will Ferrell did George Bush Junior. Yeah, yeah, and I think he did Bill Clinton. Someone, yeah, yeah, I remember. Somebody that. did a great Clinton too, and it's escaping me now. But. I can't no, uh, yeah, we had a President's Day and everybody had the day off, which I'm generally a fan of. That's America good. doesn't have enough holidays. My favorite celebration of President's Day was uh, was Tom Merritt's DTNS, where he sang a President's song for some reason. Oh, did he? Yeah. Might have to check that out. I didn't hear that. It was like all the names of the Presidents up until a point where I guess they wrote the song. It was like da 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 But in place of the does, he's talking about... Well, I'm sure some of the presidents were does, but I don't think he got as far as the Bushes. But anyways, yeah, he, uh, he just, in place of those, he would say this, the names of the uh, the presidents. I'm sure it's like a school thing that they taught in school. I never associated Tom with singing. It was pretty good, gotta say. It's pretty good. I'll have to, good for him. we'll dig it up. Man of apparently Man. limitless talents. <laughs> yeah, he can sing and dance. I know. <laughs> Uh, I don't know that for yeah, fact. We spent the day just enjoying the day. Like I, I value my downtime more than I value anything else. Good. Like, it's just yeah. Any hoosers, you want to get to the news? Yeah, let's talk about the news. All right, let's get to the news. We need to talk. I don't want to talk about. 50, do we have to talk about Fifty Shades of Grey? Well, yeah. Okay. We have to, don't we? This is not obligated because Fifty Shades of Grey came out, so it we have to talk so about it. Funny people. It's a horrible movie. Like, people genuinely, like, critics and just general people think it's a bad movie, but crap ton of money. Crap ton. Internationally, it's huge. People like sex, apparently. Sex is big. Um, evidently, the people who paid to go see this hadn't heard of porn, but, you know, you can't see. <laughs> it's mainstream, see... man. It's like, ooh, we get to go to theater to watch this stuff. Well, it's not only mainstream. It's just it's not frowned upon to go see Fifty Shades of Grey. It's frowned upon to go see porn in a theater. Can you uh, even do oh, that anymore? Uh, yes. What's that? Thanks, Pee Wee Herman. Uh, no. <laughs> but seriously, uh, 
I have not seen the movie. I have not read the book. I, I, all I know is the jokes. There's the meme about the. Uh, I have. A, I'm a man of many uh, likes or whatever he says. That's not how it works. And then you know, fourth panel is some outrageous thing. Like I've seen amiibo collections. I've seen uh, <laughs> clowns, stuff like that. But uh, my favorite is the bear. The bear. Yeah, have Ted. You seen that? Oh no no! Is it like a, a literal bear? <laughs> Do you not know what I'm talking about? No, no. All right, hang on, hang on. Keep talking. All right. Well, anyways, what what connects this story to our show is what connects it to the to my fine country, Canada, in that the uh, the beginnings of Fifty Shades of Grey, Shades of Grey, just like J.K. Rowling scribbled her beginnings of Harry Potter on a napkin in a restaurant, so did <laughs> E.L. James uh, for uh, for Fifty Shades of Grey, but she did it on a BlackBerry. I just posted what it is. Now, this is a stretch for the Huffington Post. Like, we need an article that, that ties Fifty Shades of Grey to Canada so we can post it on HuffingtonPost.ca. Uh, turns out she wrote the original uh, bullet points on her BlackBerry, but she did it in the UK. Just make sure to mention that BlackBerry is a is a Canadian company and we'll be fine. So Okay. So that's the connection is a BlackBerry? Yeah. Oh, look at this. Christian oh. Grey, the bear. The bear. See, yeah. I told you. Those are some little handcuffs. How is he going to fit those around any little bear? It's it's a petite bear. I guess. I don't really want to think about it. $90 for anyone who wants that. Uh, it's the Vermont Teddy Bear, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey style. I feel like seeing Fifty Shades of Grey... Now, I'm trying to think of, of any reason I would need to see this movie, and I certainly can't come up with one. Okay. But, like, I have no idea. Me. I mean, that's May- maybe the, the poster... Are you curious? Uh, uh, <laughs> sex, am I right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. Um, I'm not curious. But uh, I just, I wonder, like, I'm sure at some point, like, I'll see it. Like, is does anybody, like, outright not see a film? Like, Titanic was huge, and I shouldn't compare this uh, to Titanic. Uh, my brother did, refused to, to see Titanic on principle. Why? It was popular. Oh, this guy sounds like a stellar uh, person. Um, no, he's great. Yeah. No, my brother's amazing. Oh, no, okay. uh, but at the like we were in high school at the time, so mm-hmm. he's like, I, he's like, he was more like, I just, you know, what? No, I, I don't need it. Yeah, I can see that. There's giant <laughs> boats crashing into an iceberg in that one. Spoiler alert! But I don't know if that happens in Fifty Shades of Grey. But I just, I really don't know what to expect with this movie. Like, I don't know anything. I have a vague idea. I know there's like bondage, but like. How do you show that in a in a movie? Like in a book, you can get really descriptive, and I I heard yeah. it's a pretty disgusting book. But like, sure, I just don't know how you put that on. I don't uh, know. Uh, I've heard various things. If like people it, have, you have uh, be, you, pe- you have to be. You can't show the bits, the wiggly bits. Yeah, the things that wiggle. So, like you, so you have to. Well, you can I, show I, butt. As I heard the director, you'd have to be careful about uh you know being around for certain things i guess you can't just you can't show genitalia right like you can show boobs you can show butt show it you can't i don't want to talk about so you can show it you just can't show it doing you can't show it if you know what i mean well you can you can explain a little further it's still a family show you can't show them no no, it's i know it's not that's not the point there's ryan there's a difference between us being able to, we could discuss whatever we want. Oh right, okay, perfect. We, 
like, my Fifty Shades of Grey fan fiction, where it just it's it's just about a normal couple that have sex when they get the time. It's not about bondage or anything. It's just that sounds boring. Well, maybe not to them. <laughs> bondage for busy people? <laughs> that's <laughs> that's probably a book that exists when you think about it. Probably. You know what I hate? It, enhance your sex life for people who are on the run. Yeah, not literally, not like wanted or any. Never mind. Yeah, the one thing I hate, the the one big thing I hate about Fifty Shades is that it's been popping up everywhere on the news, and the one image they use is the chick with her head laying back and her uh, blindfold on. I've seen it everywhere. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, Paul. I'm not, I don't want to see this movie. You're going to see it eventually. <sighs> I, don't I mean, think... that's not an indictment of you. I'm just saying that's. <laughs> It's so hard to uh, uh, avoid media these days that eventually there is going to be an opportunity that presents itself for this movie will be playing. And yeah, I, I, I don't ever say never when it comes to this stuff. I, you know what? What? Uh, okay. So your wife doesn't want to see it. I mean, I haven't talked to her about it. She hasn't read the books. Okay. I, I know, I think her sister wanted to see it because we were like, we were going to the theater. Hmm? Isn't Ashley's sister younger? Well, she has younger sisters. I didn't but, that's say, not, but that's not the person you're talking about. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know what? I realized something. There's no good way this conversation is. Exactly. <laughs> There's none. Okay. So we should move on. I'm not going to see it yes, with them. So Canadian they North. can see it. Fantastic. Good for Canada, right? Yes. I'm staying as far away as possible from the train wreck that is okay. Blackberry and Fifty Shades of Grey. Fine. But, uh, Ryan Murphy, can you make a vow to the listening audience right now? Sure. If you do ever see it. Oh, gosh. If that ever happens. Okay. You must disclose said wa- said viewing here for the listening public. And you don't got to get graphic or anything, but you, we need the Ryan review. We need the <laughs> Murphy standard of approval, whether or not this thing is good or not. And you know why? <laughs> I mean, I can tell you how the SpongeBob movie went. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear about SpongeBob. Oh, it's so good. Uh, talk to me about South Dakota. What's going on? Not a lot. No? All right. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, sorry. Um, there's this one dude <laughs> who's a big fan of ISIS, compared ISIS to parent- Planned Parenthood. Wait, oh. he's not a big fan of ISIS. My bad. No, my bad. He's a fan of ISIS. He's, he's not, not. He's not a fan of ISIS. Oh, there are very few fans of ISIS. But I'm he's fine. also not a fan of Planned Parenthood, and he compared the two. <laughs> That's great. I know, like I already see the logic. He said Planned Parenthood. Uh, I'm not going to. There's some graphic detail in here, but he says Planned Parenthood is essentially worse than ISIS. Quote he's like, not going to win any friends. Yeah, and I mean, like I, like ISIS so, is no, hated by Who is he? He's just a he's just a Republican in the House of Representatives of South Dakota. Is that it? No, he's a lawmaker. Whatever that means. Oh yeah, House of Representatives. He's just, he's so, <laughs> There's some funniness in that statement. <laughs> Our House of Representatives actually lawmakers. Do they any get get anything done? So See, says Ryan. Okay. For all right, little little context here. Uh, Planned Parenthood is performs a number of functions in the world it's not just abortions new no. in yeah. fact if you look at the numbers they're actually most of the time don't do abortions among other things uh they provide birth control for people who otherwise would not be able to have access to it exactly so, condoms people 
Sorry. So, yeah, um, they've been (laughs) vilified with that. I think that's a fair and accurate term as being the baby killers, right? Like they're the ones that are providing abortion for people just in general, right? Like that's not, (laughs) that's not even close to true. Like they're not the only ones in the world performing abortions, but that is what they've been made out to be. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I, you know, when he tells me that when he compares it to ISIS, I already know his logic. He's like, well, he's killed more, killed more people in more graphic ways than ISIS news at 11. It's just somebody like this is what I don't understand. Like you can disagree with someone's opinions or actions, but like you can't you can't just go off the deep end and say and compare it like make a wild statement, you know? <laughs> I believe this man proves that you can. Yeah, and evidently people like pe- uh, other Americans elect them into office. Well <laughs> done. Like they do. Uh no, dude. He's 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 12. What does he know about it? All right. Who? Me? <laughs> no, the representative. He looks super young. He does look young. But the, but the thing is, like, this whole abortion thing, like, I'm not any sort of, like, I'm not pro-abortion, but I think it's good for there to be choice. And if it needs to be done, that is a choice I don't want to make. But certainly if you have similar, to, you Okay. And uh, I would like just the Murphy perspective. Sure. Is it a similarly divisive issue among people in Canada? Like, it, like here it is definitely painted as a religious thing regardless, mm-hmm. right? Like, it is always um, – we'll, we'll call them Christian activists. That's not always true. But Christian activists saying that killing babies is wrong. Yeah. Uh, you're, you know – well, yeah, exactly. However, however, you want to define that. Yeah, uh, is it the same in Canada? I would imagine yes, but no. It, I mean, it's not like we're we're we like to. Is it an issue at all? Like, okay, I can give you like on the political side of it. All major political leaders that are running right now for the election in 2015 have publicly stated that abortion will not be reopened as a debate. It the current stance Whoa. Yes. The current stance What? Are you serious? I'm very serious. They just said like they did they could do that. They Pete, could just go out there. Two the candidates okay, we're on it now. We're two candidates could go in there and of com, uh, completely different backgrounds and just say we are not going to talk about this. It's been decided. It's it we had this conversation in the eight in like in the eighties or the nineties, I can't remember. But abortion was a and still is a a big thing among citizens like every once in a while there'll be like what you what we consider the crazies that come out with their picket signs featuring very graphic images i remember when i was a kid pretty vividly still happens yeah it happens here every once in a while but we label them as nutsos you stay as far away as possible from them so a you don't see their graphic signs and b you don't get brain like not brainwashed but most of the time when you see them them actually moving their picket signs it's old old people that have oh. forced their younger uh, grandkids and children <laughs> to i'm not kidding to march and it's usually like one or two um hardcores that have orchestrated it but um i remember when i was a kid in the 90s uh, my where my dad used to work driving home there was a giant billboard that like said like 
do you agree with killing babies? And it was like a uh, yes, I do. Any abortion ad now you don't you don't really see those as much. And I've read multiple articles like over the course of the last five or six years of as we get into the election season again that like higher higher officials have said like look like we're not going to reopen the debate. There was one party, the Liberals, I believe, that said. Yeah, if you are running a campaign on anti-abortion and that's your, like, get elected spiel, you're not part of the Liberal Party. Like, literally, like, kicking them out of the party and saying, like, if this is your flag, you cannot fly it here. Because it's been a debate that that has been decided. That certainly happens. Like, if you think this, then you're definitely not part of our party. Yeah. Which is to the detriment a lot of times, at least around here. But that's the thing is that it's 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 not like I'm saying that it's right it's right to have abortions it's wrong to have abortions all I'm saying is that in Canada the decision it's been put through the paces and it got to the point where it's like okay this is legal there are obviously rules for and against doing this like you know a certain uh, uh, time period in which it is acceptable to do so and certain places where it has to be done. I don't know any specifics because, again, like I don't need to know this information. Uh, but I do know that it's we're at a stance where the country has has made their ruling on the subject, and it's not going to come up again. I mean, it could come up again, but most people won't touch it because it's such a strong issue. And I think that's usually what happens here. Like, look at gay marriage. Of course, okay. there are crazy people who, like go on and on about how it's the worst thing ever and it shouldn't be a thing that happens in our fair country but the matter has been decided gay marriage is acceptable in canada and i am cool with that that is perfect but and it's not going to be open for debate again because it's been decided you know no matter how many crazy picket signs you can throw in ottawa it's not going to be reopened for debate whereas i feel like in the states Things just keep. Well, yeah. Well, things are never decided. Are you kidding me? There's the debate rages on. It will continue to rage on. Yeah, and I could be complete. Don't take this like, you know, the reporter CNN Ryan Murphy. I don't. We don't ever, you know, think that this is like this is more so my opinion, and I could be completely wrong. But I think from based on what from what I've I've experienced. This is sort of how Canada works. Like, you know, we we make a decision and things like look at the, the separatists in Quebec. Like there was a – they went all the way to a public vote as to whether the country should pursue – or sorry, the province should pursue separation. Uh, Canada's Texas. And it got, an, it got no. The no's yeah. had it. We're not going to pursue separation. It's flared up from time to time. But usually, it's gotten to the point where they've done a public it's vote. It with medication, and it's fine. Well, no. See, this is what happens. Because <laughs> of that, the 96 vote, and it got a no, every time it comes up again, it's usually attributed to crazy people. You know? And it's like, it's like, guys, we already voted. They voted no. We're not going to waste our time and money, your money, taxpayers, yeah. doing this again. So... Just so, move to France. I don't. On know. one hand, that sounds amazing. Like that sounds like that sounds like pragmatic and logical thinking. Sure. On the other, I would imagine that there are the 
the naysayer might bring up the fact that at points there were horrible, horrible things that were illegal, or excuse me, were legal that are very clearly like morally abhorrent mm-hmm. that had to become illegal. I'll yeah, of course. Cite one being slavery. And things that were illegal that need to become legal. Look at marijuana. Like I'm not sure. saying that I'm not saying that when I'm, I'm saying that when something uh, like if you can legitimately look at like again take don't look at abortion but look at gay marriage like you look at it as 2014 citizens and say or 2015 citizens and say okay gay marriage is it a problem is it is it dangerous no perfect make it acceptable done it's a thing people yeah. can do it and there's no reason to to look back at that. It, we can definitively say as 2015 beings that this is an okay decision to make and we can move on. So like when I see stuff, like Planned Parenthood sounds fantastic. Like there are they probably equivalents. Very useful functions to a lot of great people. Yeah. And That's... you know, like I said, it's usually the crazies. Like public schools – Sure. They have it, sex ed and they hand out condoms. There is going to be one of yeah. those parents that goes, well, this is unacceptable. You are teaching kids to be horrible people. And it's like, no, out of everybody in this high school, like there's probably some statistic where X out of 10 kids is going to try sex without a condom and then get pregnant. Do you want that? No. Well, then there you go. <laughs> okay. I Sure. I don't know. I just think that attacking these what a Planned Parent is a uh, probably like a nonprofit, right? That's a good question. I don't. I honestly don't know. There. Um, how can he compare the two? ISIS is a for-profit organization. Planned Parenthood. <laughs> yeah, you can't. It is. You are correct. It is a nonprofit organization. Well, then that's not I a fair comparison. Uh, well, <laughs> just it's joking. not fair. It's not fair than a lot of things. But you're right. This guy does look like he's twelve. Hashtag worse than ISIS. Look that one up on Twitter right now. No. I point to <laughs> worse than ISIS. Fantastic. Thank you, autocomplete. Uh, <laughs> of the oh, people what? have hijacked this one. That's fantastic. Whole Foods just charged me for a single packet of soup crackers. Hashtag worse than ISIS. I don't think they I don't think they made this hashtag without thinking it through. <laughs> uh, yeah, some of this is great. Planned Parenthood basically saying no we're not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, whatever. People are silly. I I don't the worst I mean, if we're going to get all serious, the worst part about this in my head is that someone can say this out loud and people are okay with it. Like, how, why, how did this, how does anyone think this is okay? I mean, I don't, I don't, okay. And don't, don't misconstrue what I'm saying. If you want to have a debate about this, fine. There is, I have zero problem with that. There are some real, real things here that need to be discussed. And if you think that, you know, that abortion is murder, I can at least understand that. Mm-hmm. I can at least get it. I get the logic. But when you make ridiculous comparisons like this, it completely undercuts everything else you're saying. How can, how, how can people take you seriously at that point? I don't get it. I do not get it. 
Yeah. Yeah, whatever. People have opinions, and it seems like when there's a serious thing that pops up and we talk about it, it it gets... Abortion is a difficult thing to discuss, and it's not funny. And neither is ISIS or South Dakota, for that matter. But, like, it's... Yeah, it's just it's sometimes it's just like guys like it exists and continues to exist for very good reasons. Let's just calm down. No one's yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know either, sir. I don't know. What do we do, Paul? I don't know. I need an adult. You want to know who's adult? Who? We discussed this last week. Montana representatives. Oh. Because he tried to he tried to ban yoga pants and it didn't work out for him at all. Is he an adult? Yeah, I guess an adult really wouldn't like yoga pants. <laughs> Apparently, some adults do. Oh no, uh, he actually it, the measure that he wanted failed miserably, actually, and he he later apologized, saying, "I was only kidding." Unless you guys are like want that, and then I'm totally no. Okay, yeah, no, I was kidding. Yeah. All right. Good. Good. Save some face. You're happy. Yeah. I mean, he he was joking, right? If only that was a a valid excuse for any time I was wrong. It was a joke that attempted to put a real bill in and wasted everybody's time and money. That's totally kidding. Like Ashley comes home and says, why didn't you do the dishes, Ryan? I asked you to do the dishes uh, because I was out and you were home. And I'm like... Well, I, I didn't. It's not like I forgot. It was a joke. Gotcha. Like, like it doesn't work. I thought you were kidding. No. Oh. No, no, you weren't kidding? Okay, I knew you weren't kidding. I was kidding when I said I would do them. Yeah. Can That's you go put on your yoga pants? Uh, <laughs> these yoga pants look good on me, is what I say. <laughs> you might have to go get new ones. I stretched them out a little bit. Things I simply just don't want to keep pursuing. Yoga pants. Yoga pants, my friends. Montana, don't worry. Your secret is safe with us. We have more to talk about, like such as copyright in Canada, but we're going to save that for next time. I think. Yeah, no one wants to talk about copyright. We we spent like copyright. half hour talking about abortions. Yay! Yay! The fun things in life. Yeah. Well, right? oh, geez. Oh, I just it's such a terrible topic. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. People need if people need to get abortions, they should certainly get abortions. I have no problem with that. But evidently, okay. South Dakota does. So, well, all right, can't help South you there. Dakota. You're going to have more people in your in your state now. Congratulations. Or sure. <laughs> oh, right, I get it. Yes, nice. <laughs> email from Lou. <laughs> That's what we're going to talk about. We know we got an email. We did. From, thank you, Lou. Thank First you, Lou. He's a longtime listener. He was very upset when I told him we were on hiatus for a little bit, but we're just back. For, just for a little while. Yeah, it's not that bad. But yes, we were on hiatus. Aren't you glad you came back for this one? Thank you for coming back. No, uh, Lou wrote us a very in-depth email, and I'm not going to read it all. But no, he essentially, he's not claiming himself to be an anti-vaxxer. Mm-hmm. But he is saying, and this just kind of underscores the fact that this issue is complex, yes. saying that you know, essentially suing a pharmaceutical company over a vaccine but over a botched vaccine is almost impossible or is impossible sure. like it's happened before where people will try to get a vaccine and they will like not actually get what they thought they were getting and like for example the flu it's just it, which is i mean that's horrible and on top of which you're talking about pharmaceutical companies which 
I'm going to underscore the word company here. They are money makers, right? Like they are trying to do any number of things that ha- that they claim have effects on other things. Like I, I would recommend anybody. Like John Oliver did a thing about pharmaceutical companies relatively sure. recently, mm-hmm. and what they do, like pharma- the way pharmaceutical representatives work, is kind of shocking. Yeah, it's kind of scary. And so, yeah, people should be informed about this stuff. Yeah, and and people like it's funny when you look at the anti-vaxxer versus the the vaccine vaccine pro people. You have the anti-vaxxers who are claiming like, oh yeah, yeah, you're putting this stuff in your body. I, it's funny actually because right after we recorded last week, we talked about vaccines again thanks to an email from um, Jeff, I think. Uh, sorry if I can't remember your name. Um, we don't get a lot of emails. I should remember, but. Uh, yeah, so I had a conversation with my mother-in-law about vaccines. Yeah, you said that on Twitter. I was curious. I meant to add. Thank you for reminding me. I meant, I meant to ask you about that. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't want to get into detail because it, it was a, it was kind of like a private conversation, but it was also public in the sense that it was it involved me. But she, <laughs> uh, like, people in her family, like her kids, including Ashley, are vaccinated, but they have had issues with vaccinations not sticking. Vaccinations right. causing other ailments, like nothing, nothing crazy, but like, I think one specific was like for a whooping cough, and and she could be mixing up. Again, I'm not the person who knows everything, and she probably knows a lot more about this than, than I am because she's a mother of four, and I am not yet. Um, Whoa. So I'm, I can never be a mother of four, but Ryan, it's okay. I know. I'll I'll make it. I'll get there, but. Uh, yeah, and I mean, it was a conversation like, well, if I'm going to get my kids vaccinated, is that an issue for you? It's like, oh, don't worry. You won't get them vaccinated. I'm like, whoa, what? She said that? Yeah, she did. It's like, I'll, <laughs> I'll convince you. And I'm like... How do you know that? I, <laughs> I some, Also, sometimes I think she just she just says the opposite because she knows it'll start like a conversation. And then her lovely uh, daughter gets to stay longer at her place. But um, <laughs> Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fair but, enough. It, to be honest, like you just kind of, kind of got to know, you know, like you kind of, and that you, you're never going to be a hundred percent in the know. You have to find someone you trust, like have a family doctor that you trust that's going to do and know what, what they're putting into your kids and you. Um, and part of, parts of his other email touch on like vaccines for, you know, di- uh, like smoking and al- alcoholism, like suppressants rather well, than, yeah, but that's. And that's a whole other thing too, like big pharma, right? Like that's the, that's the sort of like sly way of poking fun at pharmacy companies, like big pharma, like, yeah, they're a company, they're trying to make money and they're going to try to sell you shit, uh, you know, but don't throw all the other very important vaccines under the bus. And that's not what Lou is doing. Lou is totally on her side. He says he's been vaccinated. His kids will be vaccinated, but don't, don't just think. Yeah, I, I, I am not about to take anything that a big company says for granted. Exactly. When Apple tells you like, "This is gonna be the best iPhone ever. You're gonna love it. It's gonna buy be great." Buy an iWatch. Buy it. Buy an iWatch. Like it's the same thing. The iPhone that comes out next time could be shit. It's could be not better than what you currently have. But. It's a big company. You have to take it at face like Windows well, eight. It's gonna be fantastic. It's, you just gotta understand the incentive. Yeah. Like they're they're 
a profit-seeking organization. <laughs> yeah, but when you give them money to protect you against polio, you know, that, yes, okay, you probably so, don't want to bat an eyelash at that. <laughs> you kind of don't want to have polio. I hear it's bad. Polio is horrible. Yeah. Like, you just don't do it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Don't, don't do it. Don't get polio. I know it's a hard stance to take. Sleeping with the elephant. Sleeping with the elephant. Don't we do polio. On the tough issues. It's a good thing we're so far removed from polio that we can joke about it. But to be honest, if the anti-vaxxers have their way, we could not be able to make polio jokes on this on this show. We no, probably shouldn't be, still make polio jokes. not a joke anymore. Hmm? They wouldn't be a joke anymore. It would be, like, real. <laughs> yeah. We probably shouldn't joke about it either way. No, it's fine. But alcoholism and being addicted to nicotine, now that's hilarious. Yeah, I will see. I guess I, 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 I have my doubts. I'll put it that way. Okay, maybe in a couple of years. <laughs> All right, uh, Ryan, we should get out of here. What do you say? Probably should. I feel like we pissed some people off today. Oh, it'll be fine. I don't even remember what I said. I blacked out. What happened? Where am I? I don't know. That started louder than I wanted. Uh, info at sleepingwiththeelephant.com is where Lou had sent us some lovely, lovely emails, and we thank him for it. We want more email. Jeff, too. You know what? You guys are off to a good start. So far, we've gotten a lot of email for this for this year. We should go on hiatus more often. <laughs> uh, again, info at sleepingwiththeelephant.com is where you can send us your stuff. Big thanks to Alpha King Radio, among many others, for hosting our show Again, we'd love the feedback. We'd love the reviews. Thank you, Lou. Thank you, Jeff. You can find me at Peace Wickard on Twitter. Ryan, you're at R. Murphy on Twitter. I am a, at R. Murphy. R. Murphy, don't you know? I don't know. <laughs> we'll see, you, see you next time, guys. Yeah.